and welcome to episode number 13 of the Dorm Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Mark. And I'm back. Chris is back. <laughs> and I'm also back. Hey. <laughs> yeah, on today's episode, we get to interview B, uh, someone that Chris knows very well. A little Some too might well. Say. <laughs> uh, agreed. True. <laughs> well, you can already see that Chris is super hyped for today's interview. <laughs> I've only been bothering you guys on Instagram for a couple weeks now. Yeah, uh, B has been all over our uh, Twitter constantly. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let me let me go find the text. I think I got a text from Chris that says something along the lines of, "You're going on the podcast. Stop bothering me about it." Yeah, yeah, something like that. No, it was just, oh, we'll let you be on the podcast. Leave Adam and Mark alone on Twitter. <laughs> well, Chris, you have a Twitter, don't you? No. Oh, uh, then you should probably have that. I follow the Twitter. I don't have the account. Oh, well, you should just get the account. I have not looked at Twitter for a month and a half. I don't think that will change much. Okay, well. Adam, the only reason why I downloaded Twitter is so I can like and retweet the Dorm Podcast. Yeah, I know you don't use Twitter. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm dedicated, bro. Well, only big brains can use Twitter. That's why Chris doesn't. I use Twitter the all the time. That's, that's just the Dorm Podcast. Yes. yes, you do live on Twitter. That's true. We should get r slash adorn podcast on Reddit. Start a subreddit. No, <laughs> not yet. It's too soon. If it's already if it already exists. No, it doesn't already it exist. Doesn't. It might. We okay, have no well, idea of knowing. Something a little more interesting no, than social kidding. media is what we're going to do tomorrow. We have Josh Johnson. I guess we should, for context, say what town. tomorrow is. Cause Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. Because we're Sorry, recording guys. on Thursday, so yeah, for we're the first time ever, Thursday we're actually week. recording on schedule instead of Friday <laughs> night, and then me we're, Yeah, we're going to post it during the day instead of 11 at night on Friday. Dude, Let's go. what if I post this today? That would oh, be insane. that's just too much. What? No. Why? No. Okay. I don't think this is what they want to hear, Adam. They want to hear about Josh <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. Chris, Chris is a big fan. So I don't know if Chris, you want to talk about Josh Johnson? Though. Yeah. So Josh Johnson, he's a uh, he's a comedian, and he's gonna be here at Havener on Friday, which is tomorrow. And so I was on YouTube probably a, a couple of years ago at this point, and one of his uh, his clips from his stand-up routine came up on YouTube, and I clicked on it, and it was it was very funny. And then uh, Adam said. One day when we were walking back for lunch, he said, yeah, there's some comedian that's going to be here on the 23rd. And I'm just like, all right, well, I guess because the TV outside of our dorm is like a, a slideshow. It's just sponsoring stuff. So we just, have. yeah, we just stood Basically. there for two and a half minutes waiting for the slideshow <laughs> to come around, like really awkwardly just staring at it. And then his face popped up and then I showed them the clip and he, they thought he was hilarious. So we're definitely going to go. Isn't he the guy that would catfish people on the misconnections not, part of not Craigslist? Just... Yes. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Very funny. I knew the name sounded familiar. Yeah, so Josh Johnson is coming to the St. Pat's Ballroom in the Havener Center. Yeah, so I guess everyone should Which we initially thought was a bar. Yeah, yeah we did. We were very sad. So on we on the sad. TV we part, it doesn't say St. Pat's Ballroom. Yeah, it says St. Pat's or Zoom. So we're like, what? Is that just a bar or something? So we scoured Google Maps until <laughs> I remembered from our 
minor immersion that Chris and I did earlier in the year that was actually just the St. Oh, Pat's okay. Ballroom. Oh, okay, I remember where that is now. Well, yeah, Mark, didn't you also look up on Google Maps uh, St. Pat's? Yeah, and it brought oh, yeah, me to, like, an empty field. Yeah, so that, that I figured was that wasn't it. That was the best part. So that's, like, the biggest thing that's going to be happening for us, uh, t- I guess, this week in general. Honestly, ever. <laughs> not ever. <laughs> I'd say no, ever. We already moved here. Uh, uh, so far, good. maybe. Uh, hey. <laughs> I don't know. What, Adam, you I, don't want me dissing uh, Chicken Alfredo Day? Is that more of an, an event for see, you? Uh, no, not that day. <laughs> Stuff shells is the right day. Hey, Especially not, when uh, you bring... not to brag, but we can have Chicken Alfredo any day. Just saying. Okay, oh, it's not. That's that's fight and talk. Is. It's not good, but you can what have it any day. That's what we have on you. Is ours is good? No, nothing on campus is good. There's a subway, but it's closed. <laughs> oh, we have four subways. Oh, no, wait, B. Is it um? Is it a buffet? Uh, the so, I'm in Oak Hall right now. Um, and so the building right next door is the provincial house, and there's. It's where the Honors College is, and... It's like the Waffle House. No, it is not like the Waffle House. <laughs> um, it's a lot less homey. Um, so, there's a dining hall that's usually a buffet there, but because of Rona, it's not. And so, it's just this, like, big, like, cafeteria-type place, and you don't really get to, like... You, you just, like, it's all used for just sitting down and waiting for your food. Nice. Because you, like, order on these little kiosks, and then they just bag up your food and let it sit in, the in like, the order window for five minutes before they pick it up and give it to you. All right. Well, I guess as far as we'll <laughs> question you for right now, because we don't want to just blow past our interview part yeah the interview yeah that's not even sorry we're getting ahead of ourselves well, another exciting <laughs> thing that's happening this week adam what is it it rained <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been rain well it's been rainy since like what sunday yeah and pretty much today is the it's first been, it's been rainy almost the whole week yesterday yeah. and today are the first two days it hasn't rained this week yeah and today's sunny it's 82 degrees right now yep. and it's october yeah, 22nd nuts, it's october 22nd it's 82 degrees outside hey yo like, this like actually my parents say, out. Missouri is the weather armpit of the USA. I think Adam really has something he wants to say about the rain. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel way more productive in the rain, bro. Oh, really? Really? Yes, because I feel like I'm not missing anything outside. even though there's Adam, really you're not any... missing anything outside when it's sunny. Yeah, he is. We don't nice have weather. anything to do. I don't know. When you feel like it's sunny, bro, you want to be outside. When it's raining, bro, it's calm. There's a calm on the S&T campus. Missouri S&T is uh, at its peak calm level no not really but <laughs> if mean, there was it's just it's relaxing if there wasn't a tree outside my window so i couldn't really see what was going on i would definitely enjoy the rain a lot more but i can't i just can't see anything okay no adam i definitely I agree with you a little bit it is really relaxing when it's rainy outside but i definitely don't feel more productive <laughs> yeah, no, I can... I don't know. I don't want to say... I guess saying that I'm more productive isn't really true, but it is just kind of nice. It's a change in pace, bro. Because yeah. it's literally just been straight, like, sun, no rain or anything. Like, a little bit of deviation is That's nice. That's true. And Which, I mean, I like the sun, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's starting to get a little dry over here. We need some water, bro. Right. Well, now <laughs> that it actually has rained, uh, the tunnels 
they retain water a lot apparently yeah, like they're quite the soggy. last time it rained was I, two days ago i told you the bro why are the tunnels wet. so wet and you said because no, it so rained it is. and you're like no it <laughs> just <laughs> rained and then i said yeah but it rained a while ago and you're like oh it rained yesterday so they're not dry yet no yeah, so my, but adam, now it's been two days and they're still wet oh That's so you don't believe me at first oh, okay yeah. adam adam see what it is down, is buddy. that everywhere else when it rains and then the sun comes out the sun like cooks the water and then the water goes bye-bye but in the tunnel the sun can't get in but so it can't cook the water so but the, the water rain just can't stays. get in there either it looks like someone power no, washed so, the floor no, no. no so sometimes what, water no, no, goes so sideways. people get yeah well, people even then. Well, yeah it could be wind or it could be people are wet and they walk in there and but like it's drip. really wet like yeah there's a lot there's 8000 people on campus adam not all 8000 people go yeah, to that adam, Chris. it was raining really hard i would not be surprised if it was raining hard but i swear it was not that wet it when diagonal. it was raining it doesn't it make was, any sense it was rainy it, like, and windy through. well you weren't in there it could also when we seep went through that's to very tj possible. bro when we went to tj it started raining really hard for like 5 minutes did you just sit in the tunnel no we were out in yeah, the no, middle half, of the Yeah, no, half. Yeah, we were halfway there out in the middle of a parking lot, and then it just started torrential downpour. We had to go hide under a tree for a little while and wait for <laughs> it to go away. Yeah, and I was just chilling out here, and I, I wondered if you guys were in the rain. Yeah, but then we got to eat tacos yeah, while we you got sat to eat here eating torch Banger tacos. No, I finished my buds. torch, bro. I think I was doing homework at that point. I don't remember what I was doing. Yeah. But the moral of the story is Adam really doesn't want to eat in TJ for some reason, and we can't figure out why. Me neither. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just don't really want to go all the way over there. Havener's right next door, and they have food I wanted. It was Torts Day, bro. I mean, it was Torts Day. I'll give you that one. Yeah, and I missed out on not getting rained on, so I guess that was just the move for the day. I don't know. Yeah, you you won that day. (laughs) And I'll win the war as well <laughs> no you better not win the war you will come to tj with us i'm just kidding dude one thing that uh is kind of driving me crazy right now well that's not driving me crazy but i just kind of find funny is i'm in a econ group right now and we literally only ever meet on zoom and it's the most awkward thing on planet earth like i don't know we meet for maybe 10 minutes at the maximum, go over what we need to do, and then just we have a group meeting, we talk over that. I, I have yet to meet these people in person. And since my econ class is online, I never, ever see them in person. I think that's just yeah. how normal group projects are. You're just in your room. I mean, I mean in the age of hey, the virus. Mark and I are yeah. in the same, Mark and I are in the same uh, math lab, and we got together one time for the first lab and then never saw each other ever again well yeah it's just insane bro because with all these group projects that i guess they normally do uh they tell us to like get together with our groups but then they also tell us hey keep your circle of people small and i'm like well it's got to be one or the other so usually we just end up coordinating coordinating all our group projects online which ends up just being a huge pain yeah all i'm really yeah. saying is this is just it's interesting yeah it ha- sure is something dude zoom zoom is the just, age of zoom yeah zoom it's has become the substitute for face-to-face interaction i mean it kind of has to be though yeah it does well no it doesn't necessarily need to be zoom because zoom is awful I wish that all of our classes would be using something like Discord because it would seriously make it so much easier. 
Yes, the Discord revolution. That's what I mean. As long as people, as long as people use their like accounts that don't have inappropriate pictures as the profile, as long as you keep it respectful, Discord is a way better alternative. Well, the problem with Discord is like it's not very user friendly to start off. Yeah, and then imagine well to teachers like Zoom is just straight up like you just broadcast to a bunch of people. Well, yeah, Discord they have a lot less control over. I think. But one thing, talking about this Discord that I find funny is I remember Mark brought up, I think, in an episode before when he heard some meme, and it was just a wall of sound in the Discord. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. I think you can't mute people when they join the Discord, like, right? Yeah, no, if you, Probably, if you do yeah, you roles and permissions. People, but... Yeah, no, if you can have uh, certain people have certain roles or permissions that can, like, you can mute people or or have certain permissions that other people don't. I'm just saying nobody knew how to use Zoom at the beginning of, of quarantine anyways. It wouldn't have been that True. hard to teach them Discord. Yeah. Well, I think with Discord, it's a lot more intricate. Like like yeah. Chris said, you have to assign roles and stuff. Like with Zoom, it's just like, all right, make a meeting. And well, these are the settings you make. And then you just start it every other day. Yeah, but plus, uh, like you were saying about the like wall of sound in Discord, when there's like 200 students in a class yeah the owner of the server can like go go through and mute everybody but they can't really like it would be a pain for them to mute 200 people and then there's nothing stopping that everybody from just unmuting themselves see but i i'm pretty sure that there's a setting in discord where you can like take away voice permissions yeah i mean oh yeah i don't i don't know Whatever, it's it's just too late to turn back now. We're we're in yeah, too deep. Zoom has already taken over our entire world. Yeah. Well, whatever happened to whatever happened to Skype, bro? It still exists. Yeah, you can take away uh you can take away uh voice permissions. Oh okay. Oh, uh, our next thing uh sign up date. No idea what that means, but oh. that's what Adam wrote down. <laughs> yeah, it, it's typed in wrong. It's supposed to be sign update, not sign up. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, so, yeah. I would fix it, but my keyboard gets really loud. I I just fixed it. You're good, bro. Thank you. But, okay, so the sign by the stairs at Havener is somehow still there. Yeah, we are absolutely amazed. Multiple weeks now, right? Yeah. And it's rained. It fell down once, but it didn't even go anywhere. I picked it back up and threw it back on the wall. And Yeah, that was a great spot, to be fair. Yeah, it's still there. I can't even believe it. Yeah, because it's so visible, too. So we're just absolutely amazed that nobody's walked up and just snatched it. Taken it away. Did you guys have other signs up? Yeah. Yeah, And and the other ones got taken down? Yeah. B, are you saying that you don't listen to the podcast? Why don't you know? Whoa, settle down, Chris. I'm going to be completely (laughs) honest. I don't think I listened to the last one, but I was planning on listening to it. Oh, that one doesn't have me on it anyway. There's no point in listening to those. I, oh, wait. No, I do remember no, listening to the beginning of it, but I just didn't finish it because I think I fell asleep. You just made it through <laughs> the trumpet part and then fell asleep? I mean, that is, like, the best part. <laughs> Whoa. Credit Mark. Thanks. You just made Mark's day. Yeah. Actually, but anyway, well, we have, what, I think five signs left because the two, two signs in TJ Tunnel... tunnel. And the two in the the RC tunnel, and oh, then we just we have, have one by the stairs. Oh, no, there's six. The library one. Oh, yeah, the library. Yeah, the, that's the other one. Yeah, we have one on, like, right next to the door on the library. 
and yeah, somehow that's another one where that it's one very, is still it's obvious, there. But it's yeah, it's right. It's right by the bike rack, and I have yeah. no idea how that's still there. There's not. There's not the most like all of the places that we put. I mean, besides the ceiling ones, because they're on the ceiling and nobody would check for the ceiling. <laughs> but the other two that have survived have they're like high enough foot traffic to be useful, but low enough foot traffic that they'll they won't be taken down. Well, I almost feel like at this point, it's been a couple weeks to where people who do notice them, like, have noticed that they've been there for a couple weeks, and then at this point, maybe they actually think that the signs are supposed to be there. Maybe. <laughs> Good. Wait, also, the signs, at least in the RC tunnel, I looked up this morning when I was going to math, and there was, like, condensation on the ceiling, and I could definitely tell the signs were starting to get a little wavy. <laughs> I think they're starting to get a little moist up there. Uh, so the that's probably where the water's little, uh, coming from. Loose in the TJ yeah. tunnel. Oh, is it actually? Yeah, we pushed it back up though the last time we were in there. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Because the duct tape, yeah, I don't think it's gonna last forever, especially for the ones that are outside and getting rained on. Yeah. So the signs will be fine. They're laminated. And then I guess to finally finish out our opening segment, we can bring up uh, Chris's Rona segment that he always talks Yay! about. Yay! Did you guys do the Rona segment last week? I don't remember. No, because no. you weren't there. We don't do it unless okay. you're here, really. All right. I appreciate it. So last, or so the week before, before last, we had twelve. We had twelve cases. The last week when I was not on, we had fourteen. So we went up a little bit. And today, or this week, which has only accounts for Monday through Wednesday, we have eight. So we've we've been hovering around the the 10 to 15 area since like two weeks into school. So it's not, it's not going up very much, which is very good. So wait, we're going up. We are probably going to go up from last week. Cause we have eight now. And last week was 14 and it doesn't account for Thursday or Friday, but hmm. we keep hovering back and forth. So is that total cases or new cases? New cases. Right now we have we have t- uh, twelve active cases on campus. Oh, I just that looked we up. I just looked up UMSL, uh, and we currently have thirteen students and two employees that are positive, and that's Solid. that's active cases as of the sixteenth. You know that's honestly not that horrible for eight thousand people. I mean, wait, for S and T, I don't know about UMSL, but yeah, how many people are on UMSL's campus? Um. On campus, I have no idea, but in general, seventeen thousand. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but so it's it's mostly a it it's well. mostly a commuter campus normally, and yeah. there's almost nobody that's um, staying in the dorm. So I would like it's probably around where SNT is, honestly, maybe just a little bit more. But we're doing better than Mizzou, and that is something, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, if you if you're comparing your Rona numbers to Mizzou, then that's not too much of an accomplishment at this point. I mean, I some schools close at the beginning of the year. You can't hate on that's Mizzou. That's true. Yeah. We're all in the same. US They're still system. open. That's fair. Yeah, well, some schools straight up closed. True. So I guess we'll get into it. the The interview section with B. So what are we gonna start? Who, do you want me to start, Mark, or do you want to start? Yeah, uh, you can start. You're already talking, bro. Okay. Well. <laughs> The first question, I'm just going to read it verbatim. So it says, 
So what college do you go to, and why did you choose that school? We already know Bego Umsel because they've mentioned it multiple times. Yeah. All right. So I go to Umsel, which is the University of Missouri St. Louis. That is how we uh, uh, acronymize it uh, here in Missouri. Uh, and <laughs> I really, the reason that I chose Umsel was uh, in 2018. I got a recommendation from my percussion uh, teacher, who uh, Chris and Mark know very well, uh, Mr. Ishman. I got a recommendation. I got a recommendation to start taking lessons with the uh, percussion professor here, Matt Henry. And so for two years, I took lessons with him on and off, and I just got I really got to know him and like him and. Uh, enjoyed the equipment that that they had here so when it came time to start looking at schools uh i toured the campus it was the first uh real tour that i ever went on and uh, i think i went on three total tours of campus before i ended up or before i like stopped choosing to go on tours of colleges um the second and third time were really just for fun but all the other times that I like went to other campuses to look at schools, I just didn't really enjoy them as much as I enjoyed the campus at Umsel. So that's kind of why I'm here now. Yeah. To be oh, okay. fair, before you like, even before you officially declared you were going to Umsel, you praised it. <laughs> yeah. Umsel is the best. Everywhere else is horrible. I, I mean, I wouldn't you say that. I wouldn't train. go that far. I, I definitely should have been on the payroll for their uh, recruiting. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> I almost got Brandon to go to Umsel. All right. I guess kind of a follow-up <laughs> question to that, uh, B, would be, so you live in a dorm, correct? Yes, I do. All right. And you said that Umsel is a, a mainly a commute campus. So how, how does that correlate for just living on campus? Um... Well, I'm going to be honest, right now, it super sucks. Like, there's almost there's almost nobody on campus, and so you barely see anybody uh, for, most, for the most part. Like, from what I hear, you guys do a lot of stuff in person. We do nothing. We do pretty much nothing. I have, I have practice sessions by myself Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. And then I have um, a percussion class on Wednesday, and that is all that I go do in person. So literally everything else you do virtually. Um, and so you don't really get to interact with anybody. And so right now it is pretty terrible. But honestly, my room is pretty nice. Like the way that it's set up is there's four individual bedrooms uh, all connect to a hallway with a shared bathroom. And so that's like the setup of the suite. And it's not bad. Like, I could definitely see this being a great solution for uh, somebody living on campus, like during normal times. It's just right now, it's terrible. <laughs> How's your roommate situation so far? Yeah. I don't know where he is most of the time. I don't. No, like he could be under my bed right now, and I would have no idea. <laughs> but wait, it's whatever. Like, 
are they just not around, or do you just not know where they are? I, I legitimately don't know. It's the ghost roommate. Yeah. Do you just not see them? Yeah, I like. I I think I haven't seen him in like three weeks. Where does he? Where does he go? He does he come there? I night? don't know. I legitimately <laughs> does don't he know. still live there? Yes. Okay. Because he uses that, my toilet that we can papers. Say for sure. He uses my toilet paper yeah. sometimes. We know. We know that much. <laughs> Wait, do you have a single room to yourself and then like a suite mate, or is it you two in one room? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. So, so in my suite there are four individual bedrooms, one per person. But it's just me and another person right now. So the other two. Adam, it's basically our first choice for a room, but there's no living room. So the uh, other two bedrooms are just empty? Yeah, and they locked them up uh, so you can't oh, use okay. them, which is dumb because I could absolutely I could absolutely uh, have my piano and my like drums and stuff in that room for, as a practice room, but I can't. And so I just, right now my desk setup is my, uh, my large 88 key, like heavy piano keyboard that's sitting on the arms of my office chair. Like, that's what my computer's sitting on right now to record this. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that's rough. Did you bring the set of congas with you? Yeah. How many instruments do you have? Uh, I have a tambourine with me. And some, well, okay. and some egg Tambourine, shakers. two congas, uh, a practice conga. Yeah, a piano, some egg shakers. Uh, two stick bags. Full of sticks that may or may not be yours. Most of them are mine. <laughs> I mean, they're all mine now. It's a one-man <laughs> band up in there. All right, well, we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but what are the best and worst things about going to UMSL so far? Um, I would say, honestly, the best thing about UMSL uh, is definitely the staff at least like the staff for your department um for the most part what i've heard from other people is that this uh the staff for their department is really like really supportive but i can only go off of what i know really and that's uh well i guess uh, to start off i'm a music performance major uh with a focus on percussion at the moment um because i just uh, I really in, have enjoyed music for all my life, and uh, I just n n have always known that I wanted to do something with music as a career. And so after high school, um, you know, I was just looking for something that would help to fulfill me, and I thought that coming to UMSL for percussion was my best option. Um, so... As a music major, the staff has been really helpful, like, like extremely helpful. I've, um, I'm actually considering um, dropping out of uh, of UMSL and going to a trade school or a conservatory for audio engineering. Um, but I, I've been talking with my percussion professor and my theory professor. And just talking to them about where I kind of want to go with my career and what kind of opportunities I have in St. Louis and, you know, getting to talk to more and more people in the industry 
And so that's been really helpful in my decision. And it's been making considering leaving really, really difficult because I just, I love the people here so much, but you know, yeah, that, is, okay. that is very tough. And the worst, the worst thing would probably be, uh, I mean, the food's not very good. Okay. That's funny. It, it, it's just not very good. Um, but I mean the the fact that everything's shut down it's it's really disappointing um but I mean I I have a hard time coming up with like bad things about campus because I really haven't found all that much that's that bad about it like the well, campus that's good. the campus is really nice like it's it's a really nice well-maintained campus it's not in like the most amazing town but you know it's it's like a it's like a fun little you know uh college town it's not that far from from Delmar Boulevard which is a really fun place in St. Louis um it's not that far from downtown like it's just a really short drive from downtown so there's a lot there's a lot of things to do it's it's hard to complain about about Umsel cuz there's just so much about it that's really good like nothing that I would say about it should really put you off. I mostly have good things to say about it, except for the food. The food's really not that great. Yeah, we only asked that just to see what people's uh, like what they don't like about college or something. Yeah. Yeah, this is our first uh, episode that's outside of S and T. Yeah, we're really expanding our reach here. So now, uh, B, you just got to promote this all over Rumsel's campus. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll some promote it. Three I'll promote it there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll promote it to all three people on campus. <laughs> no, we got to be like Facebook, bro. We just got to slowly keep branching out to different colleges until we're worth billions of dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess kind of the next question that we can go into is hobbies. So obviously, there's not a lot going on over there. So what what are you doing for fun? What are you doing with your time? Um, honestly. I have been getting really into watching Twitch lately. Like, I've never understood streaming, but I feel like I kind of get it now. And there's definitely a reason why somebody would... Like, I definitely understand why people would want to watch, you know, people streaming stuff on, on Twitch. Like, for... I think pretty much since... I've got, I've like had a mobile device. I've watched YouTube. And so YouTube makes sense to me, <laughs> but I've, you know, I've never really gotten why people watch people, you know, on Twitch. It's just like, it seems like a lot of work, but now that I've, I've kind of gotten into it and I really understand, uh, like why you would want to, it makes more sense because the community's a lot more intimate and you can more directly interact with, like, the streamer and stuff like that. And there's a lot of, like, fun inside jokes on the platform. And so I just, I've been really enjoying that. So to go off that beat, something funny actually is uh, when I was doing my laundry at 4 in the morning the other day. <laughs> I wasn't that quite early. But I'm like 4.30. Um, we've been over this before. I get up to do my laundry early. But uh, I was talking to our RA because he was down there, too. And he said that he was really getting into Twitch streaming. Or not streaming on Twitch, but watching people on Twitch. So, and I think 
you're not the only one there, uh, B. So do you do you have any ideas to why now is why people are getting into Twitch? Is it just because of uh, Fortnite or? Nah, Nobody I'm has joking. anything else better to do. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely say that people not having anything better to do is probably a pretty good reason why. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I would say that the person that I've been watching the most is uh, Hasanabi on on Twitch. So he does a lot of like he plays games and stuff every once in a while, but he mostly does political content. And so over the past month or so, he's gained like 10,000 subs on Twitch, um, over, over 10,000 subs on Twitch, um, because we're, we're right in the thick of, uh, the political cycle, like, we're only a couple weeks away from the election, and so, you know, his kind of coverage is, is, uh, getting more and more, uh, you know, viewership, because it's from somebody who is, who can connect with younger people more than traditional media sources can. And I feel that in a similar way to, uh, for him and, and, uh, politics, I feel like a lot of Twitch streamers understand entertainment in the eyes of like the younger generation better than traditional media sources. And so I think, I think Twitch streaming is just really a, it's, kind of a modern anomaly like it's there is no other like parallel that you can draw between you know a legacy form of of media it's really an internet age thing made for internet age people that was an astute answer (laughs) that was way more in depth than i thought it would be so uh, props to you b for answering that very well that was way more of an answer than i'd ever expect one of our interviews to give so oh did you hear did you hear about what happened a couple nights ago um, with with AOC. Oh yeah, she oh. streamed on Twitch. I should I should totally yeah. So up. so um, just for for people who don't know, th- this includes Hasanabi. Like he was kind of the the person who uh kind of got this all together with with Pokimane. Um, so basically, a few days ago, uh, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, who's a senator from or representative from New York, I think, um, tweeted out that she wanted to play Among Us on stream as, like, a get-out-to-vote initiative. And so um, she was partnering up with Ilhan Omar, who's a representative from uh, the state of Minnesota. Uh, And so both of them were going to live stream, and so they were looking for people to... uh, to live stream with and so there were like a bunch of of people on twitch who ended up uh getting into this you know kind of event thing and so i think her i think aoc's peak viewership was at 440,000, which was the third highest single person stream ever on the platform um at least english speaking wise but for a first-time streamer, it was, like, by far and away the most viewed uh, thing on Twitch. So it was it was really impressive, but it was also really fun to watch. Like, probably my favorite part was when um, Hasanabi, like, Hassan, when, uh, when he was, uh, he found a body in Among Us, 
and the last two people in the game were AOC and Ilhan. So, you know, two people that he looks up to, like, as as kind of, like, you know, some of his heroes, you know, he has to choose which one to throw out of airlock and, you know, just have to make that kind of hard decision. And so it was just, it was a really fun night, and I ended up watching it while I was writing an essay, and that essay took me, like, five hours because I wasn't really paying attention to it. Wait, so you said there was two senators in there? Two representatives, yes. Two representatives. Yeah, so it I was... I noticed that there was one. I didn't know that. I There was another... Like, I saw somebody's video on it, and I noticed there was somebody I didn't recognize. I didn't know they were another representative. Uh, Il- That's crazy. Uh, Ilhan Omar um, was also there with uh, her yeah. kid, but AOC, uh, Ilhan was also streaming, but she didn't get crazy viewership like AOC did. AOC just has a natural knack for for streaming. Like if you watch her, she she, has, she was fairly comfortable she, on camera. She has the charisma to pull it off. And if you watch like the stream recap from Hassan, like he definitely goes into yeah. it. Not you know, people were asking him about you know is Twitch uh, the way forward for modern politicians, and he said honestly probably not because not everybody can you know, hold their own the, like the, the way that AOC did. Nobody has the same charisma that she does and the ability to reach young people like she does. Okay, um, so <laughs> I don't really have anything to really follow up with that. The only question I was going to come up with from that very uh, in-depth answer or speech really was, uh, have you ever donated to anyone on Twitch before? Which is such a... No, I, I haven't so, I have so not donated to, to somebody. I've been gifted a couple subs, um, which basically means that somebody somebody paid uh, money to uh, gift like a one-month subscription to me, either randomly or directly. Um, and this month, or like at the end of September, there was like this thing where, uh, with like Chase Bank or something, where you could subscribe for like two dollars off, and so that's what I ended up doing for Hassan's stream. So I subscribed for the first time because you know I figured with a discount, you know, it was kind of uh, I I've been watching him for for a little bit, and so I might as well you know chip in some money, you know, get some. Uh, some perks, uh, you know, spam some emotes in chat. Like, I just thought it was, I thought it was, uh, you know, a fun, a fun thing to do that also supports a creator that I really enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a fun fact, I guess, for people who don't know, is that Twitch is actually owned by Amazon. And in a, one of his, like, Senate hearings, uh, I'm pretty sure they asked him about Twitch, and he, I don't know if he didn't, like, he answered the question, but, like, it definitely just doesn't pertain to him, like, to his interest, I think, about Twitch. But I could be very wrong. I haven't seen the clip. That's just what I've heard. Well, that's why so, That's why t- it's called Twitch Prime. Like, when you uh, when you yeah. link your Amazon Prime account to with Twitch. Although, I think they call it, like, Twitch Gaming or something. I don't know. But it used to be called yeah. Twitch Prime. <clears throat> well, I don't think he owns Twitch because he's interested in it. I think he owns it for the money, Adam. Well, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, let's not... Let's remember Mixer, the uh, stream platform that... Hey, it wasn't honestly that bad. I actually don't remember Mixer, so... I actually used Get Mixer right there, a couple guys. times. And it... You're watching Ninja? 
Um, and Shroud. Okay, you know Shroud. what, Adam? Shroud was on there too. Adam, Adam, here, no, 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 one thing. Name one streamer that's not Ninja or Shroud on Mixer. I mean, okay, in all honesty, I really don't watch Twitch or, well, I guess Mixer in general. I really just, I only watch because I get interested in the way things are uh, viewed. So, I mean, I have no problem with either. It's just I just don't really watch it. I don't know. I mean, that's well, Mixer's, really try to Mixer's get dead, and Twitch and Shroud are both on Twitch, so. Twitch is on Twitch? Oh, well... Ninja and Shroud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Boo-hoo. But, you know, if we're going to pour one out for, for a dead streaming platform, let's pour it out for Quibi, which died this weekend. You know, it lived, <laughs> it lived six months and then died the way that it... Can I, can I please talk about Quibi? Yes, bro. Talk about Quibi. <laughs> Dude. I, so I listened to a tech podcast, and I remember them talking about it, like, becoming a thing. And it went all throughout its fruition. I remember seeing a billion Quibi ads on my YouTube, even yeah. though I never, ever, like, um, used that app. I, ne- at it, I yeah. never downloaded the app. I think maybe once or twice I forgot to skip ads because I might have walked out of the room or something or whatever. But the funny thing is, is, if I remember correctly, it's like you could hold your phone in landscape or portrait, and you could rotate it, and the the show would go with you. So like you could watch it in portrait, or you could watch it in landscape. So if you want more wide information, you could watch it landscape, whatever. And it was only a mobile app, and it was supposed to be this big thing with streaming. And um, you might want to fact check that with me, Mark, just to make sure. No, I'm I think sure that's that, right. The, what, I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah. But it was dumb, uh, and nobody nobody was going to use it, and nobody used it, and that's why it failed. Well, back in July, I remember hearing something that something like there was some huge number of people who would sign up and then just not continue to pay it. Like, they'd do the free trial, watch what they wanted to watch, and then leave. Because there was, like, a free two-week trial for everybody, and so everybody used the, the two-week trial, and then, like, 99% of the people didn't resubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. And so I looked up what Adam was talking about. And so it looks like the main draw that they were trying to have is so you could watch it in portrait and landscape. But what Adam didn't mention is that the main thing that they were trying to do is to where it actually looks good in either way. Yeah. So, like some videos, that makes more sense. When you switch from landscape to portrait, it'll make it look like really squished down or something is that what happened i think i think that's what happens but yeah the main thing for quibi is i guess it was supposed to look like good either way you looked at it yeah but i mean I think, nobody's it's dead for a reason and you know well i mean the one thing about streaming services that kind of irrit not irritate me but just kind of drive me nuts i, I have two rants real quick number one why is everything subscription-based now? That drives me absolutely crazy. I miss the days when you could just buy something cash, and keep bro. it, bro. And then own it. Well, yeah, obviously cash flow, but I mean, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, even software now, like, you can't own software. You have to subscribe to it. Like, I know that's with Adobe Cloud. Like, I would, I would be tempted to get, like, Adobe's Creative Suite if it was, like, just you buy it and you're done with it. Like, it's, like, hundreds of dollars a year, I'm pretty sure, for, like, a full license. I mean, I don't know the exact cost, but it's a ton of money. And to continuously pay that... That's just crazy. And then number two is there's so many streaming services, bro, that's like crazy. We got Disney Plus, we got Netflix, we got Hulu, we got Flix, uh, Hulu, and then um, Amazon, Amazon Prime, and and another thing. Well, we had Quibi, and Quibi, Quibi, Disney and then Plus. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't hear that. <laughs> just but, and then also over and over again. 
<laughs> and then My another bad. thing is, is like every all of these like content rights is just going crazy. So Netflix has already lost Netflix has already lost um, uh, Parks and Rec, which is going to Peacock, which is NBC's own streaming service, and they're going to lose Office by the Office by the end of the year, and that's going over there too. Okay, and but Peacock is free, right? It's free, but. What I'm just saying is, is like eventually we're just gonna work our way back to cable. We yeah. left cable, and yeah. we were just we got to a point to where basically it was just cable again. It's like a la carte. What do you want? What do you want to watch? It's everywhere. It's cable, but we're gonna go back. Yeah, well, where everything will be bundled into one price. Like honestly, I don't know what the price return is for all those things added together compared to just paying for cable. But yes, there is no ads, which is a very nice plus. But if you could just pay a premium on cable for that, that'd be so much nicer. And yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, it's an interesting time that we live in, and especially now since we can't go outside at all, streaming has become a huge thing. That's why YouTube and Twitch and stuff are so nice, because you get to watch people do things, like, with almost no ads. Like, a YouTube ad is, like, nothing. It's really not that bad. Yeah, and you wait five seconds and then skip it. Yeah, and then, like, a <laughs> Twitch ad is, like, 30 seconds, and then you move on. Unless you, you know, obviously, you can pay to get rid of those. Well, yeah. And there's a lot of content on there, and it's all free. There's nothing, nothing's restricted. Exactly. So I think uh, streaming sites like Peacock, where it's like free, but it has a few ads, I think those are going to start to become a lot more popular too. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm watching a show, I really don't care if I just watch like one or two 30 second ads in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. if, like if I don't have to pay for it, I can, I can, I think I can deal with a total minute of ads for one episode of a show. Yeah. yeah see, but the thing is with like something like Hulu, where you have the subscription but it still has ads so it's cheaper is that it's like like a minute and a half to two minutes per ad break and there's like three of them per episode yeah and that that's just a bit ridiculous in my opinion i guess i think this all just kind of uh signs the end of legacy media i honestly don't think that like television services in any way shape or form are gonna live the next like 20 years or so you know unless it's like you know the same way that radio always has you know people that listen to it it's like the only people that are going to be watching tv like 40 years from now are going to be like old heads who are like this is so much better than you know watching people on youtube or whatever you know what whatever's the thing I just don't, I don't see, I don't see watching television, uh, you know, whether it be through cable or like a satellite box or, you know, through a streaming service, I just don't see it being as popular. I feel like the streaming service will still be around somewhat. Yeah. Wait, can I interject really quick? I listen to the radio or I listen to it when I drive. Well, yeah, that's like so. literally the only reason why the radio is still around. Like TV is, well, TV is yeah. only going oh, to be around. TV's really only going to be around because any pretty much anybody can access it for free with an antenna. Bro, I got it. Just put what? a TV in cars and then uh, there you go. Chris, that is literally <laughs> what I was going to say, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what is get an That's how you yes, that's bro. how you sustain radio. In, Just in put your TV in there instead of a radio. I mean, I would Problem I would solved. say that I would say that radio honestly has more more of a benefit to society than TV does. Like, it has more of a right to exist than TV does at this point. I mean, TV is TV. I mean, really, what it is is um, just a way to watch content. I mean, that's how it all started, really. 
I mean, think about YouTube. Its whole premise is kind of based off of like TV, even in the name YouTube, Tube Television. No. Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, not uh, Mark. I don't mean uh, it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, I think of Tube. You think of like Tube Televisions, and then to YouTube, it's your television. Like the old YouTube icon on the iPhones used to be a TV, like an old '50s TV was yeah, the icon before. I remember. With even like with YouTube though too, you have channels. Like there's TV channels and but stuff like that. But it's not the same though. I mean, nothing's ever exactly the same. It's a lot more same. accessible. It's yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it's way more accessible because you can watch anything at any time. The only things that that you're barred from watching anything at any time are live channels. But then you you know you have recordings afterwards that either get uploaded to the main channel after you're done streaming, or you know is put on a separate channel. Like it's. They're, it's so different, and then each channel only caters to one type of content from one person. Like, there's n not, like, you know, one channel that has, like, 50 different shows on it from, you know, 50 different people. It's all just one, like, person or group of people. I, like, I know that that YouTube has its kind of basis as in, like, YouTube I mean, TV. nothing's ever a perfect copy of another thing. I'm just yeah. saying it's just kind of similar. I mean, I'm not obviously saying that YouTube is going to replace TV. Obviously, it hasn't done that. YouTube's been out since 2005, and TV still exists. I, I don't think that the YouTube creators in 2005 were, you know, thinking about, you know, partnerships and stuff like that and monetization or whatever, you know, modern thing people get mad about youtube for but i think it's i think youtube is definitely going to be the way forward and i don't see you know i don't see television in any way shape or form being popular in the next few years i mean obviously it's still going to, i think youtube does seem to be on its way into the mainstream and TV does look YouTube like is it's already on the way mainstream. Out. Well, yeah, but mm -hmm. everything is gradual. I mean, and yeah. YouTube already is prevalent. Everybody uses YouTube. I mean, people even talk about how YouTube is flawed and how they want it to yeah. change. No one, nothing is ever perfect, and this argument can go on forever. So uh, <laughs> I think we're going to kind of end our closing remarks here and get back to our regular scheduled programming because we've really gone off the rails. So, I, I, Mark, I think you wanted to say something real quick, and then oh I yeah, I was just going to say like. I really like watching like TV shows and stuff because, I mean, in my opinion, I like YouTube, but a lot of the YouTube channels are like, I guess shallow is the word I'm thinking of because like, you know, with TV, usually there's like somewhat of a story to it, but with YouTube, I mean, it, this also makes it kind of nice, but there's like no story to it. You can just watch like a video from a channel and you don't really need to know anything about their previous videos but i do kind of like following along with a story as i watch something i, I would i would so counter thing i, like I would counter for. that with like there are so many shallow tv shows though i think what i think you are describing two very different types of content and i think that pretty much anything that you can find on tv you can find something very similar on youtube but is probably either better produced or has more care put into it um you know there's obviously like you run the gamut on both television and you know and youtube it's just about finding what's what's good and what you enjoy on both on both platforms. And I do understand that like television shows that are on streaming services, it is easier to just find those. But I don't think that that alone is going to be necessary to keep television alive. 
There yeah, is there true. is some things on YouTube that are more like series or progression based, but there there is also significantly more just like one and done videos that don't really have any order or progression that I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of those in general. Although there's there's some some like types of content here and there that are I do find enjoyable, but yeah, no, I I would probably prefer more uh like series or progression based content and I have uh felt myself leaning towards watching TV shows rather than just hopping on YouTube. Well, maybe I'm just ahead of the curve. Very possible. Although I do keep falling back on the same three shows as I always do. We can probably leave it there for now because we're yeah. really deep in this podcast. We're not even done with the interview, so we're gonna. I'm gonna do an entire 180. We're gonna bring it back to B. I don't know how we got here. I think this is all started with asking about hobbies and then Twitch. But um, getting back to the thick of it, I guess, and getting to know more about uh, B. Uh, Let's do a lightning how much round. Time... Yeah, I guess we can kind of do a lightning round. So because we are kind of pretty far in already. But uh, so number one. Uh, how much of your time do you spend studying and or doing homework? None, I'm failing. Next. <laughs> no, 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 okay. Okay, no, no, no. no, no. I'll, I'll bring it <laughs> off. I'll bring it off of topic for just a second and that B multiple times in the past week have sent something in our family group chat that says, here, let me read it. Um, they said, uh, just failed this essay. I'm dropping out of school and it's a picture of them getting a 50 out of 50 on their essay. <laughs> And they're just like, oh, I, I failed my quiz. I only got a 95. I, to be fair, that is really funny. It is very funny. Okay, so obviously you're doing well, but how much time do you spend studying, actually? Um, just for people who uh, would like to know. I would, say, I would say, as a music major, I, I'm definitely getting a lot less homework than you guys. It sounds like you guys are pretty swamped. Um, I don't know exactly how I don't know how much time I spend, you know, studying and doing homework. Um, some days are worse than others. I would say probably throughout the week I spend about 15 to 20 hours on homework. Does that sound reasonable? Yeah. So about, about four hours a day. Four hours a day? Yeah, four times five days a week, 20 hours. Do you forgot the weekends? Yeah, no, I thought you said during the week. No, yeah. I was time. I was just time like seven day week. It's oh, okay. Well, closer, then that's significantly It's usually less. closer to like fifteen. Oh, okay. Well, then like, yeah. No, I spend. That's very I would. Say, I would say that I spend about an hour, at a minimum, about an hour on homework each day, um, and then sometimes I have to spend more than that. It just kind of depends on what to do. But I that doesn't include practice time, which I have. Uh, like six hours yeah, of practice. Yeah, I guess practice. as a music major, that kind of counts as homework. I have like six to ten hours of practice time each week, so plus practicing in my room. So, you know, you do the math. I don't know. I'm not a STEM major. I get it. Yeah. All right. So I guess what this question really leads into is your time management skills. I guess they're pretty good because obviously uh, you seem to got things down. I mean, they're okay. I would say that I definitely have some more work to do, but I really don't have, like, I'm definitely not as swamped as you guys, so it, they don't have to be as, you know, strict. Well, yeah, but it definitely depends on your major. Yeah. 
I would, but I definitely think that um, the further you get into a music major, the the more that you spend. I would say that you, it seems like you guys are probably going to have, you know, pretty similar amounts of work as as you go on, and it's going to get, you know, more exponential the longer that I stick with this, which may not be very long, so I might be, you know, ending up getting out at the right time, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, with any degree, obviously the homework is going to increase um, at least somewhat. But it's also the the amount that you enjoy, I think, what you do goes up too because you're getting closer to what you want to focus on where, like, when you're a freshman. Especially for us, it's very broad. Yeah, I know yeah. Adam as a comp sci major is loving his chemistry class. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I don't he's, know. he's just... Whatever. Knowledge is, yeah, <laughs> knowledge is power. So, do you guys you have know, to take ethics classes? I think so. Do we not? You apps Okay. If if you don't have to, I think we do. If you don't have to, you absolutely should be taking ethics classes as a STEM major. That is my that is my opinion. So I guess the uh, next question too is well, we already kind of covered COVID, so there's nobody there, I guess, and it's also a commute campus, so uh, there's nothing related that goes on there. <laughs> no, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are doing pretty well with COVID too. Yep. So yeah, we already went over our COVID questions, which is like the next two questions. So the final two questions, uh, well, they're different, but we'll kind of talk, just focus mainly on UB. But uh, so number one is, do you have any goals, either personal or academic, that you want to get done while you're in college? And I know you said that you're also, you might be leaving UNSOL, but I just mean in like within like the four-year span. While you're in school. Yeah, or just like the area where, you know, you're transitioning between being a high schooler to being an adult. Um, okay, so... A uh, pretty short-term goal is that by the end of the year, I have this piece that I'm working on. Um, you know, it's a composition that I'm making based on the original soundtrack for uh, Call of Duty World War II, um, the opening theme for that. Like, it's it's based on those kind of themes, but um, it has a little bit more added. Um it's kind of baller. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I it sounds pretty good so far. I like it. Um, my goal for the end of the year um, would be to finish that up, and then hopefully get it performed by the uh, the symphony orchestra here at Umsol. You know, regardless of oh, what. I didn't know that was part of the plan. Regardless of whether or not that's I cool. stay, I still want that to happen. Um, <clears throat> So that's a that's a short-term goal, but I would say that by the time I get out of college, I just want to know what I want to do and where I want to be. Because I, I feel like right now all I really know is I want to do music. I want something in music that has to do with, you know, some sort of, like, audio design, you know, music production, audio engineering, like, something like that. I, I have to have that part of my life, but really past that, I don't have, you know, anything that I'm, like, ha- that I, like, need to have done, and so I just kind of need to figure out what exactly I want to do and where exactly I want to go. I mean, that's a, a very solid goal, and, I mean, to just kind of, you know, touch on that, obviously, it's our first year. It's your first year. Heck, we're not even done with our first semester, so... Yeah. Obviously, you're going to the right spot and talking to people. So for all our listeners out there, too, right now is probably the most uncertain time for a multitude of reasons, not just being in college. But yeah, uh, I, think, I think the balance, 
that we have is pretty good. If I had one thing that I would say to people listening, it would be do more research about the places that you're looking into going for school because I don't feel like I did <laughs> I don't feel like I did enough research. Like <clears throat> I feel like the counselor mentioned like two or three times, you know, or you know, you should go to college or trade school and, you know, just didn't really touch on that. But look into what you want to be doing in college. If you don't know, then yeah, going to a four-year university and just kind of trying stuff out and figuring it out yourself, that is a good option. Um, But if you already have an idea of what you want to do, look into trade schools because I think, honestly, that would have been a better choice for me. And that's what I'm thinking about doing now. I wish that somebody would have told me, hey, you should really look into audio engineering trade schools or conservatories or something like that. Like there are alternative ways to get jobs like in fields that you're looking at. And so just to focus and research on those. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good answer. Um, So I guess our final question for B today would be, do you have any interesting stories that you'd like to share with us? Oh, tell the, tell the story of you, of your um, computer. That's a good one. I don't really want to. It's just annoying. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, here, here's, here's just a breakdown for you guys. You know, this is the. I don't want this to go in. But basically, um, I sold my laptop on OfferUp, and uh, the dude was a scammer. But figured out within you know ten minutes of shipping it to him, um, and then I just didn't have my laptop for like three weeks while I was waiting for the postal service to send it back to me, and it sucked. Yeah, I feel like he. Uh, if you didn't find out until after you shipped it, he might be smart. But it was like ten minutes after. It's that, hey, it's too late. But it's it's fine. I'm trying to think. There's really not all that many interesting stories, like. Yeah, with not with not much going on, I nothing, can't imagine too much going on. Nothing really happens, like. I guess I broke my monitor the other day while I was looking for my wallet. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, so it's on a it's on my desk, and I was like on the floor because I dropped my wallet, and so I was looking for my wallet. I bumped my desk and it fell flat on the floor, and it's a curved monitor. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's really oh unfortunate. Oh my gosh! So it's broken. Is it just... Did you get the insurance? No. Because <laughs> it broke. Because you can I retroactively it. <laughs> get insurance and then file a claim like three months later? <laughs> hey, can I buy this twelve dollar insurance so I can get the monitor for free because it's already broken? <laughs> I mean, you get, might find someone to fix it. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think that getting a new uh, a new panel for it would be that hard. I'm honestly thinking about because it's just a 1080 like 60 hertz panel. Or I think it's 75 hertz. I'm honestly thinking about, like, if I can get the same, like, curve in the monitor, but just, like, upgrade the panel to, like, a 144 hertz 1080p panel. Like, I'm wondering if that's a thing that I could do. I mean, you can find, like, panels. I don't know. You have to find, like, Yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's it just like, a curved panel. That's the problem. But I... Well, there you go. There's another hobby yeah. for you. <laughs> but... Uh, so no, I was just gonna say I don't really have any like interesting stories past that really. Oh yeah, that's fine. Well, uh, thank you B for being our third guest. So we've had Sudeep, we've had Caleb, and now we've had B. 
So uh, we really kept it close with this uh, interviewee because they are Chris's siblings. I don't know Woot. if anyone ever figured that out. I don't, I don't know if we ever told anybody that. But uh, yeah, so this has been just an emotional roller coaster for Chris. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you, uh, B, for being a part of it. Uh, so you, you are, I guess, going to have to be a brand ambassador for uh, the dorm. I mean, yeah, you didn't. I'm there's part of that in the contract. Huh? I, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But uh, you actually do do a lot of liking our tweets, so you're pretty much and annoying them on Twitter. Hey, I, I won't annoy you. Not anymore. It's not that bad. If I do, and it worked. If I do yeah. end up moving to Arizona, I'll come on the podcast again. I'll, I'll be the first, like, outside of UMSL, uh, you know, guest, and then I'll be the first, like, returning guest that's not Chris. I'm not. I'm, I'm just a <laughs> well, uh, we've been over the, free-flowing member. Yeah, Chris, Chris is a co-host, technically, and me and Mark are gotcha. the main hosts. Yeah. So, uh... Mark, I guess you can really end it off because you've kind of been kind of quiet this episode. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, thank you, Adam. I've just been saving my voice because I'm entering a singing competition. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. And always remember that Adam only does his homework when it's raining outside. Productivity. Productivity.